Hey, you guys, welcome to UBI Podcast, uh, presented by AML Media. Love you, Mom. Uh, I'm Gene Laborde, my co-host, Stephen Laborde, working all the hard work, doing all the good stuff, is Rachel Laborde. This is UBI Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Let's go have some fun. You want to come on, man? Uh Oh, sorry, guys. It's been a while. Sorry, I've been doing my Sudokus. Because, as we're about to find out, mm. I am a completely changed man. Talk I, about uh, it. Got some things to talk about, some serious, but uh, good things. Yeah. Um, to just start from the top, I am Eugene Laborde, still kicking and fighting. This is my brother and co-host, Stephen Laborde, still kicking and fighting, and behind all the hard work, keeping me alive, basically, is my beautiful wife, Rachel Laborde, our producer, our mega, mega doer, everythinger. The real star. Yes. Uh, if you haven't noticed, and if so, shame, shame, we have not been podcasting for a while, and I will be the first... Uh, it's not jumping on a grenade because it's my own fault. Uh, it all lies on me that we have not podcasted. But you're all right. We are all right because this is the UPI podcast presented by AML Media. Love you, Mom. Um, we'll just dive right into it because it is a long story. It's twisting. It's winding. Uh, if you have questions... Leave them in the comments. I will answer them later, hopefully. Uh, but basically... Start just just to refresh everybody about leading up to our hiatus. Yes. How you were feeling. We talked so, about it. It's been talked about on certain podcasts. Podcasts have been paused and even uh, delayed before the big delay. I have not been feeling good in very different ways... Uh, all sorts of parts of my body, but mostly my stomach. Um, I have been, I would say, conservatively speaking, for six months, I have had constant nausea, uh, throwing up almost most of the things I eat, if I can eat, uh, diarrheaing, pooped my pants a couple of times, having, uh, we're going to get real here, we're going to get real here. Uh, just everything you can think of stomach issues I have been dealing with and not knowing what it is, therefore it being very frustrating. Yeah, you were fucked up. And if, if you look back, now take the color out of it. I have just awkward coloring to me. But if you look back at podcasts, you can definitely tell something is there. There's times where I would just stop talking mid-sentence because I might throw up if I kept speaking. Um, last we kind of talked about it of me going to the doctors. And once again, thank you, Rachel, for making me going and doing these things. Uh, we thought it was the gallbladder. Now I, I hold no grudges cause who knows that could still be a factor. Um, but I had a doctor that basically was guaranteeing that it was the gallbladder, the nausea, the throwing up. Uh, this, that, and there. In his words, 
This is textbook gallbladder. So we tried doing the test for them. Um, it was bad enough where I couldn't even do one of the tests because you'd have to lay on your back flat for two hours straight, which I could not do without gagging and throwing up. Uh, so amidst, amongst that, amidst that, amidst, amidst that, um, we're waiting, and anyone knows uh, when you're dealing with specialists trying to get in with you know these GI doctors or whatever it may be, uh, it's a fucking pain in the ass. You know, I hate doctors too. I hate doctors, but I was doing it. I was ponying up, and if I'm going to do something, you want to get it done and out of the way. And it just that wasn't the case. I, you know, I'm sitting here not being able to eat. Literally, you know, my big ass having malnutrition is crazy. Um, but I couldn't get the doctor, and it somewhat turned into a blessing in disguise. Because that's the only way to look at it. Yes. For the record, it was bad enough where your hair was falling out, and you just went off the grid for three weeks, and I didn't even see it. Yeah. Uh, nobody. I, Rachel barely did. All, all I had the strength to was to wake up, try and get some crackers in me, uh, take my nausea medicine, which was starting to not work. Um I, uh, a mouthful of water and I was full. It was so weird. And we're describing this to doctors um, as I'm feeling bloated. And we're telling people that. And when you tell someone that, even Stephen, yeah, I thought you, he, he thought I was dodging him. I thought he was being a bitch and didn't feel like podcasting. Yeah, which is one of my favorite things to do. This is something I want to do for the rest of my life and and possibly turn into something and uh, if, if i was if i were to switch revo- uh, roles and i was telling you like oh i'm bloated man like i'm not feeling good i i'm just i've been sleeping a lot you'd be like dude you're being a bitch true true and as a man of your age you would never think what was going on really what was, was going, going on. on yes uh and so i learned that bloating what wasn't the proper word and and we're telling families that are having these big parties and stuff i can't go gene doesn't feel well he's feeling bloated so once we get to the end of the story just know that i do feel rectified um it's almost like i wasn't being a pussy and i have this big gaping evidence for it rachel um the last six months how was it affecting you how sick he was just in general I mean, he wasn't yep. doing anything. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, stairs. Like, we just lived upstairs for the last six months. Not six months. Five. Four. Maybe. It's, uh, yeah, it, it's Should- been a depressing. It, it, it was depressing. And uh, I, I went and hated to have to get it done. Um, and even when I'm sitting there, I got my... Uh, colonoscopy and endoscopy. Um, and even when I'm sitting there, I have these nurses telling me, you look uncomfortable, like, you know, pre, it's not a surgery, but pre-op basically and all this stuff. I'm telling the doctor there, I feel bloated. I, you know, this and that. And he goes, just brushes it off. Someone tells you you're bloated. Shut up. It sounds like an old person problem. So can't blame him. Yeah, so I get the colonoscopy. They uh, end up removing a lot of polyps. He was concerned for 
only being 31 and having like seven or eight polyps removed, something like that. Um, and the hemorrhoids, which we, we knew, knew about. Uh, but I had one, just to give you the complete story, I had one that was too deep. They couldn't remove it all. Um, it's precancerous, so we do have to uh, get that removed. But that is something that we're going to be fine with. Right. And uh, we have an appointment, once again, not for another month and a half. When someone says precancerous, you think, oh, cool, I'm getting my surgery done tomorrow. Nope. It's just butt cancer. Sounds like a roll of the dice. Yeah. And that'll come back in, in into play. So that leads us up into, let's skip forward of just me sleeping, being miserable. Thank God I have a patient wife because some people's wives would have left them at this point. Uh, just sweating up all in the bed. <laughs> just waking her up because I'm rolling around sleeping 18 hours a day and night. Uh, it got to the point out of, in, in a matter of, Two weeks. Um, I described it as I felt like I went from being two months pregnant because I'm fat to eight week or to eight months pregnant. My abdominal with twins. twins. Yeah, probably nine months. Yeah. Uh, My abdominal blew up so big, and maybe we'll share the picture. The pictures are maybe for the Patreon. They're shocking, but they tell the story. They do that tell this. He was swollen up. Yes. Not bloated. <laughs> so I couldn't roll over in bed. It hurt. Rachel was like, you have stretch marks on your back out of nowhere that I've never seen before. Uh, I just woke up one day and couldn't reach my feet to put socks on uh, to get a shower um, I felt like I was in my 600-pound life that first 15 minutes of showing how hard it is for these people to get ready. You should never notice new stretch marks go- coming out. No <laughs> it happens so fast. That's a fast growth. I mean, when you're in a shower and you're completely spent by the time I'm done washing my hair, like it was to the point where I was just like, all right, armpits, balls, and butt because I don't have the energy to get anything else done because this is on top of not having any energy from eating and my back my body's a different shape and i think it might forever be a different shape of how much weight was being carried on my gut pregnant women i feel for you holy shit that and it's nuts so it got to the point where Someone's looking out. I think mom was was looking out. I had an appointment to see my PCP on a Wednesday. I woke up Tuesday and couldn't breathe, and I was scared. I was in a panic. Uh, Rachel's mom in the medical field talked to her doctor. And um, leading up to this, we had, there is some tests, uh, ascites, um, which is liquid in the abdomen so it's the space in between organs technically that is bloating it's just a different kind of bloating (laughs) it's extreme bloating uh they um luckily that that doctor was there and said if he goes to the er and it is that and it's bad enough they will drain you because all i was imagining uh is there's these videos it happens to cows a lot not you know to compare myself to a cow uh, a lot of times they get gas, and all they'll do is just basically put, like, a plug in them, and you just hear gas just go, 
Oh. Yeah, I've seen videos of that. And it looks satisfying. And I go, I want that. That's me, right? That's that's what I need. Um, so luckily, a few things. I couldn't even wait another day. And thank God I did. I did not because I would have went to my PCP. He would have sent me to a specialist. Then I would have had to wait to get the the certain test. To, they put dye inside of you to see what's going around. We ended up going to the ER that Tuesday. Rachel, Which is like the last thing anybody wants to do. Yes. And uh, just thank God someone was there to say, like, if you go, they probably can can, can fix you. Because um, once Rachel had to basically dress me head to toe. That, that is something I never want to fucking have happen again. Um, it was like I couldn't get my legs together close enough to put underwear on, like, properly. Wow. I'm leaning against walls to get in the truck. I couldn't have drove myself. I'm thinking back. I think uh, my stomach would have been hitting the steering wheel in an unsafe way. Unless I leaned it, like, all the way back. Were you even mentally all there? Not really, no. I mean, the fact I was sleeping so much and, like, I was dehydrated so badly. Uh, Because leading up to this for, like, that two-week period of me bloating, that's... I had my colonoscopy, so you have to do the prep work where you just pee out of your butt for 48 hours. Right. And then I'm not eating on top of that. So it was just this whirlwind of my body not having anything that it needed. And I didn't want to do anything about it because it just didn't have the energy. Did he seem like he was on a different planet? Or was he mentally, cognitively there? Um. Yeah, I mean, I think the couple weeks before like i was starting to just think he had like bad depression or something so he wasn't all the way there because of that okay which there was depression there i mean it it really was all i was trying to do was sleep until my next appointment sleep until someone could fix me uh so we're at the hospital and i'm still just to go to show i had had my wife dress me and getting out of the truck at the er i still have my head if I go in there and they say you're just bloated, go home. I was going to, I would have killed myself. I think. Yeah, well, you went on a packed night. Apparently, a busy night at the hospital. It wasn't even a night. We went at two o'clock in the afternoon, three o'clock in the afternoon. So you were looking at like a Texas Roadhouse, where if there was too much of a wait, you were going somewhere else. <laughs> I, I, once I was in there and just sitting and going like this is fucking up. I mean. They were using this waiting room as, like, patient rooms. That's how packed this was. Because after talking to nurses, now that, like, COVID's kind of, like, gone, gone, like, people are going to the hospital for every little thing, you know, which people always done, like... So I ended up... Let's put it this way. There was people there sitting for five hours and then would leave because they still haven't even gotten to go to, like, the back room to get their blood pressure taken. Right. And I'm like, I'm in this for the long haul. I was patient. Did I not do good that day? You were up really, th- really, really patient. And I was worried for the first two hours that he was going to decide to leave. Um, but also then you hit a point where you were getting really nice and you were talking to everybody in the, in the lobby. I was trying, literally, <laughs> I, I was like trying to go somewhere else I, I was avoiding people at all costs and you were over there like it was nice it, it, you were being friendly he but. had a mental break and was like well if we're i'm gonna suffer you guess know. we live here at now. this point i yeah it was i i'm doing this I, I it felt 
there was times at it that I felt I was like, they're testing to see who actually has serious shit. Which is wild. I mean, the ER should never be a test of will. And it was. It ended up taking us 15, 16 hours just to get into a bed that wasn't even like the uh, inpatient bed. It was the ER room. The ER rooms. That's how. 16 hours, huh? Yes. That's longer than I even thought. Okay. Um, And at this point, (laughs) one of the things she's talking about is we're in there for like five hours. A little kid comes in five, six years old, holding, he was in his soccer cleats, holding his arm, sprained wrist. You can tell the parents are like, what's going on? They don't realize the whirlwind. They, they, they haven't gotten the learning curve yet. They don't know how bad it is. Yeah, because what's happening is they're taking people back, getting their blood pressure, bringing them out uh, into the waiting room. And then, you know, next when they have to get a CAT scan or whatever, go take them to the CAT scan, then bring them back out of the waiting room. I wave over to the mom and I go, I've been here for five hours. And she goes, holy shit. And I did it because little kids sometimes just want attention. You know, like I didn't want them on this school night, them waiting eight, nine hours to find out that it's not even a spring. Yeah, yeah right. Well... I think good because it's a little kid, but I was a little pissed because she got up, went and talked to somebody, boom, right back. And so it, pro- it must have been a birth. Should have kept your mouth shut. Yeah, but it, that's x-ray, cast, that's whatever. I was like, you know what? Good good karma. Um, so they finally take you into the ER and they give you your first look over. Tell us about first the first look, look over. over. So, um, all right, so not to get too graphic. I'm at a point where I'm having a hard time peeing as a man. I'll put it that way. Which involves sitting down and pushing your bird down. Yes. But I've never I go and get blood work done. That's the first thing after after they put the cuff on you or you know, whatever. I I go to get the blood work done, sit in this room, and it's the first time I'm in a chair that was for this this is probably hitting hour eight, uh, that I'm in a chair that's a little bit comfortable. Because I'm, I'm, it's getting worse and worse on my back. I literally was very close to laying flat on the ground, which I have done in public before of of pain. But uh, does does the blood work? I'm talking to the lady, the nurse. She goes, "It's it's nuts here. You know, don't expect anything to to speed up." Um, she goes, "Can you uh, pee in a cup for me when you get a chance?" At this point, so hold on. So you, the first time they see you and they take you back. They take you to the little intake room. And you say to her what? Uh, I can't breathe. Um, I'm so... I'm still using the word bloated. It's, all, it's what it is. Yeah, it's I was like, I'm so bloated, I can't breathe. I can't sleep on my stomach. I, I can't sleep anyway. My back is on fire and agony. Uh, I'm having pain through my whole torso. And... It's muscular because everything is just stretched to its its ca- you know capabilities. So she immediately her her she wants a urine sample. No, does she do the blood pressure test and the you know? blood pressure test? Tell us, yeah, take us okay. in there. What happened? So first room is you get called back and they blood pressure and type down your symptoms. Okay, go back in the waiting room. So then how many hours are you back out in the waiting room? Four. Yeah, it was. I think it was three 
hours before we got seen at all, two to three hours before we got seen at all, and then another two to three before they took him back. So they did the again. blood pressure, you gave him the symptoms, and you went back out to his waiting room for three hours. Yes. Because people need to, we, we want to we we have a visual and a, and a schedule here, because hours tick by fast when you're talking about it, but when you're at a 10 out of 10 of discomfort... Yeah, These are long true. Hours. Yeah, that's what I call microwave time. You're like, there's no way it hasn't been a minute. Yeah, and it, you know, but uh, okay. So you're back in the waiting room. Back in the waiting room, and um, so then two, three hours go by. Then I get called back, and it's funny. Like when you get called back, everybody is like, staring at you. Yeah. Oh, let me and let me sprinkle some comedy into this too. Um, not that that matters, but it does kind of matter. Uh, so it's so packed there. There's only one place. Like you're you're sitting next to somebody, you know, in this right. waiting room. There's no gapping it out and stuff. Um, there's a foreign dude there, like Middle Easternish of some sorts, wearing Gucci flip flops, Armani T-shirt, uh, jogger, khaki joggers. Okay, and that's very important to this mm. because they have those cell phone charging stations. Um, he's just hovering over it, and it's right next to where I'm sitting. And I find out, I think I know why people aren't sitting here. Um, I caught this dude finger deep over the pants, itch his asshole straight up, like not, no regards for other people. And that's with his ass to the room. He didn't try and turn around or anything. He's so indulged in his phone. The Indian fellas do love their phone. You know? Um, and I tap Rachel. I go, did you see that? Because she's kind of sitting catty corner. She goes, yeah, I saw, I, I saw that. I didn't realize until he came back around, there was a stain on the pants. He was digging in deep enough. She noticed the stain. Cause I go, he's got a stain. And she's like, what? I was like, there's a thing. There's Wait. a stain. She goes, I know. I saw that the first time. And I dude, I, at this point. Could you I, smell I, it I, a bit? I I thought I would. You're in a hospital. I was surprised that that didn't make you throw up <sighs> or gag. Well, at this point, I I the nausea was kind you of were going a little leveled out. It was just I was the a stomach. little leveled out. Yeah, it, it was more just pain uh, of I, things. I've seen a thousand people in my life itch their asshole. I've never seen a dookie stain, dude. Yeah, and and he had boxers on too. How do you know? Just because you could see like the thick, you know, like the label. Dan, that means he's. Basically, shit his pants. He's got. That's and, what my head was going because I'm like, why is he here? Does he have he, like a digestive bug? Like, should I stop breathing? Like, yeah, and touching the cell phone fucking tower thing. Well, listen, if he was Indian, Indian, like he grew up in India. He's not in this. He wasn't Indian. So he's just a dirtbag. Yeah, he he's like you know I, I want to say like you know Saudi Arabian or something like that. Okay. I know I know Middle Indian Eastern. Dudes. Yeah. Well, nevertheless, you go to, you go to the emergency room. You're going to see some some asshole itching. But we can't. I can't put my finger on why the hell he's here. I thought you were going to say not- I can't put my finger on my own asshole. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one thing I, I was to, because I was leaning back. Thank God, I was still able to to, to wipe perfect. Um, perfect. We might have gone to the hospital earlier if you couldn't wipe. Oh yeah. Talk yeah. <laughs> about some hemorrhoid action. That got Ooh. but it got real bad. I would have I would have rotted from the outside in. Um, okay, so Muhammad itches his asshole and gets poop on his pants. Yes, and I'm trying to figure out what's... He's not limping. You know, I, I I don't know why he's there, which, you know, a lot of the people in the waiting room 
are older people with heart. There's like a heart something going on. And really all you can, and that's what I think is taking up a lot of the logistics of things because like if you just go in there and you say my heart feels like it's out of rhythm um all they can do is uh give you an ekg every once in a while so basically you know they come in they check in give you an ekg all right go out wait for an hour or two hours we'll give you another ekg so there's just a lot of people at the front of this room in wheelchairs that are like 40 and up that are just like you know they their heart went out of rhythm so they're just there they're not getting a room anytime soon unless that EKG shows something. Okay. Uh, so let's get back to you. Okay, so when I find... You feel like you're fucking... Everyone does a sigh of, God damn it, because there's two doors. The fir- the door on the right is you're just getting cuffed up. You're uh, just the symptoms. Mm-hmm. Okay. Door on the left is, okay, I might be getting a room here. Someone's going to pay attention to so, you. So, you know, there's people thinking like, uh, if I stand closer, I'm, the Indian guys won. Like, you know, they're trying to wave down. Hey, I've been here for a while. It's like that's not how it works. And they have I've seen it on the charts and stuff: red, uh, orange, and yellow, depending on how bad you are. Right. You know what I mean? Um, so I get called back, blood work, talking to the lady. Finally, got a little relief on my back. Uh, even at this point, I was about to get ready to, eat, and I never do about to ask for pain meds. My back hurt was hurting so bad. I, I was in almost 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 in tears at this point um she goes uh, at this point in your head do you think there's any chance that they're gonna tell you there's nothing we can do yeah yeah damn okay and i'm so dehydrated uh i'm like i don't know if i can pee i really don't think i have anything but i'll give it the old college go i go and the way it happens end up kind of peeing everywhere but i got him a sample Okay. Now that sample, I th- I'm sure they test, but I also think, um, I don't know what they test for. I, you know, I'm sure it's a variety of things, but I'm still, I think in there, do they do a drug analysis? No, ever? they can't do a drug analysis unless they tell you. Okay. It's looking for infections. Yeah, there's just, all uh, vitamins that are off, like yeah, levels Yeah, you can give stuff. you a lot of information. Well. Uh, my pee was darker than this. It was nuts. You should have got a picture, Rachel. I have a picture of the one in the See, It was crazy. We can, we'll can we we'll put that up. That's that's later on. So get that. Get the blood work. They take a bunch of stuff. Um, go back. You know, I'm thinking, all right, cool. And she goes, all right. Uh, at this point, I'm in a wheelchair because I get out of breath. Take, I'm so... I, I get out of breath walking like 12 steps. So I'm in a fucking wheelchair. They push me back out into the waiting room, and I go, damn, and I'm back. Thought I escaped. Now we wait are another. You, hold on. You're still up tight and self-conscious. How were you feeling about being in the wheelchair? I wasn't excited about it. Was it the wide wheelchair? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine that. Was but a... the thing, it's on Just top of me in of the it. hallway. Don't take me back out there. <laughs> At this point, I'm hearing whispers of... You know, there's people there waiting with their daughters and stuff of going like, uh, there's not enough rooms upstairs that they're putting people in the hallway. And if they put you in the hallway, like on a gurney, you can't have a visitor with you. So then you're just in a hallway by yourself. Like Rachel would have just had to like wait outside or something. So all this is going through my head. The wheelchair is the most uncomfortable. It's a torture device. It's too low in the back and too high up here digging in the side of the knees 
I'm fuck. It, it fucking it needs a lot of WD forty. Were, were you walking yourself around without using the handles? Were you just no, like, no? I just stayed put. Okay. And and standing up and moving around he a little bit. Using me as a chair. Yeah, well, I had I Rachel, I I had to have her go behind me and like use her use her support. Like literally, because what kind of wheelchair was this? The fucking no back on it. Like the back was so low, the back came like not even halfway up to the back. <laughs> so it's making it worse. It's in making my, my posture worse. In my mind, your legs are dangling too, which is way. Funnier. Oh, it's digging in the sides. The fucking metal there. This thing was not. <laughs> this is one of the first designed wheelchairs of the new age. But so I'm using Rachel at this point. I am. I don't give a fuck. Like if people say, "Look, Fatty needs someone to hold him up." Like at this point, I, I'm in a pain enough, and I'm like, I made it this far. I'm not giving up. Plus, you had an experience where you could barely pee into a cup. Yeah, I mean, at this point, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm fucked up. And uh, this is a fuck. This is this is something I want to write letters to Congress about, or something, medical boards. This is all th- for the next 36 hours I deal with this. Well, even longer than that. I'm telling every nurse, I haven't eaten or drank any liquid in like 36 hours up to this point. I'm so dehydrated, like I'm shaking, I'm weak. And every nurse, they go, well, we don't know. Like if you have to have a procedure, you can't have anything. Initially, it was us being... Cautious. Cautious, because we wanted to be able to have you take whatever testing you wanted to. Which and was smart. The, so the day before we went, he wasn't feeling good, didn't eat or drink. Then we went, we were being cautious, and then he was like, I need something to drink, and then wasn't able to because the nurses were saying. It's almost as if because you were in the hospital setting and were accepting that you're there and need help, then suddenly you're like, wow, my body, like, you, you, you suddenly admit to yourself, I'm Really yeah. in a bad way. I yeah. need a drink. Eight, eight hours into it, I go, I should have came last week. Last week, yeah. Yeah. At um, this point, I don't know you're at the hospital either, so I think you're just taking a <laughs> nap. But anyway, that's fine. You guys had had some stuff going on. Uh, Yeah. Okay, uh, so you give them peak. How, and and when you're time? that thirsty, let me just say something. When you're that thirsty, all you can think about is that. Oh, like cool. yeah. I'm, I, I'm trying to close my eyes and I'm grabbing things, thinking it's a cup of water. Okay. And Rachel got a bag of fucking. I was like, if we do get back there, you know, it's getting late, I'm, and I can eat. I'm gonna need a snack. So, I have an X-ray vision of. I know there's a bag of chips in Rachel's fucking <laughs> thing. But regardless, it's contraband. Yeah. Um, what were you gonna say? No, I was asking where we are. We're at on time. We're at thirty minutes. Okay. We can walk through this story, and maybe that'll be the episode. Yeah, yeah. It's okay if it's longer. We haven't gotten them content, but okay. So let's fast forward to this is now a four-hour gap. I'd say maybe even longer because that's where my back was getting crazy. And you they, still have no idea what's going on. N- not, not a clue. Okay. They go and they put me into what they have just a piece of paper labeled as... Hallway 3. Hallway 3. This was, I believe, 10 to 12 hours in. Jesus. Okay. And this is a room where it looks like uh, they just like families meet to talk to a doctor for... The conference like, rooms? Yeah, but not even... There's no desk. It's just like four chairs. It's like a carpeted room, like a... 
Yeah. yeah. Where, where like, you know, they tell you bad news. Like a bereavement room. Yes. Yeah. Good word. But it's all the way in the back. The only people I'm seeing walk past this door are security guards getting their lunch. You um, described it later as putting baby in a closet. Baby in the corner. I was out of sight, out of mind. But then the doctor comes in an hour later after I'm in this room, because mm-hmm. all I'm staring at is the clock. Uh, he goes, and this is where I get a little justification. Um, it almost, it's crazy. It's made me feel good. He goes, there's something wrong. We don't know what it is. Uh, and then we, I think we brought up what about getting drained? Did we say that to him? Mm-hmm. He said, that's going to be something, but we got to figure out why and what before we just yeah, drain because c- you're, you're body cavity doesn't fill up with fluid just randomly like that that's, that's just sad. And at that point we already had seen a C- ct scan okay so you had from the, not in the hospital from the er oh yeah from the er that's that that's, was the first thing they did after that's right i forgot about see that's what i mean you were like probably not even all i the was way there. i was staring and, and i was from the pain i was trying to like literally like shut down like I probably was just staring through people at some points. And just waiting for that long, you have to, like, turn your brain yeah. off to be able to not... Plus, it turned out you were dying. And this is <laughs> where I start to snap. My back hurts so bad. I there is, there's, there's some tears, and it was out of frustration. I think I deal with pain pretty well. Uh, this is, like, one of the first times ever in my life I asked the doctor, can I get pain medicine for my back? I don't know how long I can last like this. And he goes, yeah, we're going to get you something to make you comfortable. He was super nice, too. He's like, yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. Okay. And so I, at that point, I go, That's thank- part, part of his training. Just say yes and then delay it. Uh, well, so then we're in that room for another almost two hours. And that's when I'm from sending Rachel. I'm like, go fucking make noise. It's like noise. 1 a.m. at that point. I'm like kind of yelling. I'm, I'm literally going, I don't know if I can take this. So you, he was starting a bug. I was breaking down. I just needed. I was like, you, 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 you thought they had forgot about you. I thought they were, yeah, just trying, trying to make me wait it out. Still, I still think they're like, I'm like, you were testing, testing. I think you? they were. I thought they were testing. They were like, me. is he? You know, let's see if he f- is uh, gonna go through uh, like opiate withdrawal. And and they <laughs> that's all, in your head. That's what you're thinking. Yeah. And I'm going. All they have to do is give me a fucking pill and a, a paper cup. Or I had an IV, and that's you know that's always one of the first things they because they did the blood withdrawal, and I go that's gonna take someone three seconds. They forgot about me. They forgot about me, and that's when I'm I'm literally crying because I was like this is it. I walked all the way to the end to find out here's the end of the road. You're like crying now. I, it was frustrating. <laughs> it hurt, man. Like what, it, what do you mean? You, the it, here's the end of the road. What is, what do you mean by that? I didn't know what to do. I was like in so much pain. I was like, they're not taking care of me. Okay. So, yeah. So, baby was in the corner and they were purposefully neglecting you in your head. And I, yeah. And I go like, even at this point, I'm like, if I get in a bed now, it's fucking getting close to one. Like, I'm not going to, they don't just do discharges in the middle of the night and shit. Well, they already told you that you were going to the hospital at that point. Yes. He goes, we're going to admit you. Okay. But I'm like, they don't do discharges. Where are they going to admit me? Am I spending uh, my night in this room? <laughs> in a chair. In a chair. The worst chair in, in the, the world. Chair. <laughs> um, and poor Rachel, like, she doesn't smoke or anything, so she couldn't, like, go take a break have, and come back. I wouldn't have let her. You're a baby. I w- I w- You're such a bitch. But anyway. 
I was I was letting her eat snacks. I was May telling everybody her I was, has to suffer if I don't feel good. Nah. Uh, finally, after two and a half hours of me ha- freaking out in this room, they get me into a bed, and I fucking it was the bed. Be- the bed sucked ass, but to lay on my side for a, a little bit, I was like, this made it worth it. And then they came in, and the lady that transported me was a bitch. She was really rough, too, with your chair. So when she's porting me from baby corner room to where I'm about to spend the night in the ER room, uh, she goes yelling over to one of the other nurses, hey, did we call the DOA, which or or some acronym? And I go, I was like, yeah, it's got D in there or something, because she says, because uh, Mr. Wawag got another (laughs) bag. (laughs) <laughs> Meaning someone's been bitching for pain medicine or something and got got it. And she's yelling this. And she's just a transporter person. She's not a nurse. Yeah, she's basically part of like the... Yeah, she doesn't have a degree. Right? She pushes wheelchairs not nicely. And basically pulls me in and f- might as well wheelbarrowed me into there. <laughs> And I For go. The record, it, you weren't Mr. Wow Wow, right? Somebody else. No, was Mr. but wow. the, I'm sitting there going, "Wow, all right, well," I'll, because then I tell her, "Hey, my doctor said he was going to get me something for pain." She goes, "He's left for the day." Yeah, she was kind of mean. She's like, "He's gone." She yeah. like, hears this that is question so else. much, and all that, dude. I guarantee you, she hears that question forty times a day. I'm sure, but I go. He said. He said it. And you would be. The, I promise you, you did her job. Every time you heard somebody mention pain medicine, you'd be like, Mr. Wawa over here needs another. Especially, too, like, oh, well, he's that guy said I was going to be able to get it. She could go, I'm not permitted to do that. I'm a fucking nobody who pushes wheelchairs. Yeah, she was. She's not not an RN. She's clanking my feet through the doorways and shit. To the people out there who work in hospitals that aren't. RNs. It's not a bad thing. No, He's just no. Upset. She was. It was this particular this lady's particular, attitude. I am very, because I've seen shitty patients. I am very over the top. My nurse has always loved me. Like I'm very. Well, and not even her attitude. But I was gonna complain even just the fact that she bumped him into quite a lot of things. Like when she was pushing him around. Yeah, she was. Like uh, if he had a hurt knee or something. Some like, people are nasty, and they seem like. There's, uh, you know, people who kill people as nurses. Like, there's a sector of people who are nasty narcissists who work in hospitals and like to make people uncomfortable, call them Mr. Wah Wah. Bang the loudest shit. shit, too. This wasn't uh, from you know, the whole thing. She was doing it so that guy could hear. Anywho, get in there. They come in. Uh, this nurse is nice. Um, and I go, please, please, like, I need something for my back. What's your pain? I go, my lower back is at an eight or a nine, and my sides are at a set, like a six, a seven. I was like, just my sides alone, I, you know, need something. Um, isn't it weird how when you're in a hospital, suddenly the pain feels way worse? It's, uh, yeah, and it's like, it's all building up to this point where I'm just like, someone give me. So she comes in with a pill. Um, I think it was a, a, a hydrocodone five. Um, take that. It the, got the, to the point where it got the tears to go away, but I think like, how much longer until I said, 
I was like, this is scra- barely scratching the surface. I mean, it was would have been time for the next dose. They won't give you yeah, um, yeah like not six just hours s- later. Yeah, then not- they gave me, uh, did they give me the liquid next? Yeah, they gave you more. Yeah, they, they gave me the Dilaudid del- or whatever, yeah. which that did it, made the pain go to like a, a three, four, and I could shut my eyes and do a half sleep. Even in the ER where everything is just... Bu- if it's not not your room, gotten buzzers. Plus, or, you're exhausted from waiting all that time. Mm-hmm. I and mean, Rachel's sitting there with me on her on you know she's on her uncomfortable little thing, but yeah, she stayed with me. Did you get any me. pain medicine? <laughs> nah, but she ran, and uh, at this point, I did. You went and let the dogs out, I think. He, no. went to, he went to let the dogs out like 12 hours before yeah, this. Yeah, I had no idea oh, yeah. you were in the ER at all until after you were out of the ER. Oh, yeah. Okay. I we I were, he knew when we were in the temporary room. When we were just waiting in the waiting room, he didn't yeah, know. Yeah, see, yeah, I guess I... So... I'm still thinking you're a bitch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So we're there. We're getting things moving and grooving a little bit. Um... I forget what happens then. I mean, just watching. We just TV. waited in that room. For you went so, and got some so stuff at four a.m. Like way before you even got. So the you delighted. finally got some paint med. You're in the ER bed still. You have no idea what's going on. No idea what's going on. Still at the point where like I I have so my g- gut is so big. Uh, there's no pain, but I can't move and find comfort. Uh, you know, I'm doing like weird angles. You wasn't sleeping. He was sleeping with the, uh, uh, a little bit, because then when I started trying to sleep, you got real chatty. Yeah, I think I might have been feeling good. Yeah, he started feeling good. But then also, I I started, like, playing with bringing my knees up, twisting this way, you know, whatever. And then, like, 8, 9 a.m., we just were kind of relaxing until 8 or 9 a.m., and then the doctors started coming. So, so once once you got medicated, they weren't, like in a hurry to do the next thing no, nobody's it a, there it was a middle ground room too oh like. yeah you're not even in the the care unit yet. that and doctors you know there's like the like an emergency emergency doctor at the night but they're not like doing anything for someone in my position like well, why was, you that's an emergency in, bro they weren't considering him at that point in cr- crisis it, mo- yeah, like yeah. like middle of the night surgery it wasn't crisis a gunshot. mode yeah yeah exactly because yeah. you he know was stable okay um so uh, so when do you when do i'm you- in a cloud seven o'clock rolls around and uh the pc the general doctor who just happens to be associated with my pcp um comes in and talks to me a couple of sentences and i can feel him kind of he's got good bedside manner I can kind of feel him building up, kind of puts his hand on my arm, and he goes, uh, I think uh, you have liver failure. And now how does that hit? Uh, you're almost crying right now. <laughs> Heavy. Uh, you don't know what to do. Like, how do you deliver that message and then just stare up into the sky and go, like, I already know there's no – you can't fix that. And he's And I was like, well – and he's like, we're you know we're not we're not we're not sure we still have a lot of testings to do, and but immediately your brain goes, I have liver failure. Did was there any point where you're like, I'm gonna die tonight? Yeah, not tonight, but I, 
in my head I go like one I'm you know severely overweight so that already like they might they they won't put you on an organ donor list or they will but super low just because of your weight plus you don't even nobody you don't want to be on the the, the, the organ, organ, donor, organ list. donor list yeah, yeah. and you don't want to is be on it that. him trying to scare me basically saying like you know you'll never snooze so update I could never drink alcohol again. Yeah, liver failure. Repo- yeah, the worst thing you can do to yeah. your liver. Yeah. Um, but there's severe damage done to it, and uh, for a 31 year old, it's it's weird. There's it's it's not just from alcohol. There has to be, and that's that's where we're at now. After getting out of the hospital, I'm gonna be having a lot of a doctor's appointment trying to figure out why. Yeah. Cause it's unheard is. of. That's unheard of. Um, to by the end of getting out of the hospital, it's looking there's a it's brighter. Okay, so I'm not going to be croaking anytime soon. Uh, silver lining, we're getting healthier. Anyway, so that happens. So then you're just in a fog of you know what the fuck do I do? You shut everything off. Yeah, you, know, you you have to just kind of process that yeah and just try not to cry in front of everybody uh he leaves and then he says you know we're gonna get you the gi team um waiting in that room and then the i'm glad it happened this way uh they go all right we're gonna go get your cat scan and i go okay so i'm 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 thinking i'm gonna go get a scan come right back so well, at this point, right at this point, where they say we're gonna we're gonna take you for a CAT scan, are you petrified about what it might show? Yeah, I I'm, I I'm not sure what they're necessarily looking for until I kind of get back there. Because remember, the hospitals like there's so many moving pieces. The person transporting me doesn't know, but they're just no point A to point B. Yeah, right. My nurses don't know. They just know you, uh, you got prescribed a CAT scan. And when I go back, they put you in like a, basically like a little holding spot till the CAT scan opens up. I got an awesome 10 minutes sleep because it was a silent, cold hallway. It's the first silence you had. And I had my blanket. You still didn't have a room yet. Still don't have a room yet. Uh, a, a super bubbly girl comes out, a nurse. She goes, hi, uh, whatever, I'm Krista, whatever. We're going to be doing your, um, what do they call Paracentesis. it? Paracentesis. Paracentesis, which we're going to be doing your draining. And okay. so I got excited that I'm like, I'm thinking there's going to be five steps before I get this draining. Uh, basically, they just put a dye in you uh, to see um, where the liquid is, best way to get it out. They get it out, but before then, sprinkle some comedy in there. Uh, it's it's think of like a two port garage. I'm um, I'm buckled in. Uh, a lady comes in after me. I don't see anything. All like from features, I can just tell she's white and older. I hear her go. I don't want to be next to him, and I know <laughs> for a fact it was me. Now. This lady was cuckoo because she has like four people, four nurses around here and a doctor, um, all female. And then a whatever procedure or something, she's getting a technician that was a male, young, clean cut, 
probably late twenties. Male walks up. Goes, so could you could you see each other at that point when she said that? No, because the curtains halfway pulled, and she's she's asked. She has like twenty blankets on her, and all I can see is uh, she has a walking boot on, like you know the air cast kind of boot. Something was this bitch in here for an X-ray and being crazy. Regardless, she kind of whispers over to the person, and the guy, the technician, goes, "Oh." No, it's okay. I understand. She must have been touched in her life or something. She does not like men. Or she she didn't want any men around. Were well, you thinking it was because you were fat? Of course. <laughs> that gets sprinkled in there. And it's funny, too, because uh, at, at least he wasn't like, I know, we'll try to get somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> at this point, I... had your back. At this point, I am... I don't care. She could have scrolled and said, I don't want this fat piece of shit next to me. I would have said, hun, I'm next in line for the CAT scan. You can kick rocks. Like, uh, So, go in. They lay down, and they can tell I'm nervous. Regard- Remember, I just got news. Yeah, you're shook. Yeah, and they think it's because I'm so afraid of this procedure. <laughs> it's for women... All of it being being overly nice, overly nice, wanting to talk. What are you scared of this and that? I'm like, I just want to get it over. How long does it take? And they're like, it's quick. Uh, it's pretty, you know, pretty painless. Um, they lay on, you know, I'm on my back. They don't, I don't even have to transfer beds. That's how easy. I'm still in the same bed they're rolling me around in. Uh, do the uh, the dye in you, and they go, okay. Would you drink the dye? No, they put it in your IV. Okay. Um, they go, you know, they're looking at their monitor. They go, okay, this is it. They mark it. The doctor walks in. I sign a piece of paper and they numb you outside and then they take a needle to numb you inside and then they take a big gauge needle. Like a turkey baster? Not that, (laughs) but, uh, I didn't look, but I could feel the pressure of it. Is this thing definitely uh basically they said hey we have a 10 or a 12 they had two sizes and she goes give me the bigger one Mm -hmm. um which i'm like yeah get this fucking shit out of me so i I, because this is the first time ever getting a draining you can only get five they say five liters all right now we're americans and i've learned this by telling a couple people um two liters is the two liter bottle of soda okay so they're technically only allowed to take two and a half which is a lot. Yeah, and that's I go, crazy. damn, that's a lot. That's a lot of liquid. All right, uh, you know. And at that point, I'm like, oh, we'll be fine. Um, start the draining, and you basically lay there while it drips out. Uh, took about twenty to thirty minutes. Of course, my fucking tailbone catches on fire at this point. But I'm like, can you feel any relief as it's draining? Uh, not right away. Not right away, because your standing is still as possible. Okay. But we get to five liters, and they're like, this thing's still going hard. So they pause it, call upstairs, and they go, okay, you can take one more liter out. Uh, So I got six liters, which is three bottles of Pepsi taken out of me. That's a gallon and a half, dog. Um, It weighed about, I think, like 15, 16 pounds, I believe. Uh, it was the color, uh, it was gold. It was, it would look like pus. Not so, so much, but it isn't, they do put it in big glass jars. Um, that were, you could hear them clanking. It looked like they had six forties. 
That's just, that's just what it looked like. Golden honey brown. It, that's what it looked like. It looked like six bottles of old English. And really, it was basically pee. Backed up it, toxins from your liver. It's everything so, yeah, that basically. the liver couldn't take care of. So if you you know you can have lesions on your li- liver, or it can just be overworked and you know it just seeps out. But something's there that it happened within very quickly. The crazy thing is, because you're heavy, you were able to fit sixteen pounds. Because like a like a normal person, there's no way you could ha- be f- that full of liquid. Yeah. Right. And they said there's still pro. Definitely one. There could be one, two, or three liters still in me. Which we're going to try to get taken Which out. we're going to ch- tomorrow go to Dr. Trine. Yeah. So we get that. Um, I'm relieved because I get back in the thing. Rachel doesn't know I got drained yet because she wanted to watch. Um, I would have too. Uh, but I go back in and I'm like, they drained me. And I'm I knew they were draining you, but did I you? didn't see you. I knew they were taking you for the procedure. Oh, so I thought I was just getting the scan. So it was a surprise until they were like, we're doing regardless. Uh, uh, I go back in and I'm like starting to move around and I'm realizing, holy shit, my stomach is looser. It was crazy how hard my gut was. It was so like crazy, crazy. And it was like making my under gut a different material of skin. It. But I'm moving around. I literally, for like three hours, can feel shit going back to where it's supposed to be. Yeah. And when Rachel sent me the before and after picture, when I saw I think it was the next day I saw it. You can put the picture I up. was like, oh, my God. Yeah. It, it's, it's impossible to describe. And, like, literally the first, yeah. It, it, it's, I'm not, there's no tricks in that picture. It's. It's jarring. Yeah. Um. So I'm standing up. I'm going whole like I'm touching. I'm like, look, dude, I'm just getting my calves again and shit. I'm reaching all over. You didn't realize how immobile you were until you got drained. And you were yeah. Like, wow. And it, the the mobility kept coming and come for like two days. I was like, up more moved, more moved. Um, and then at this point, then they're like, we got you a bed. So it takes like three hours. So they finally get you upstairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so which brings to the next. Comical point of the fucking uh, When they finally moved me upstairs I'm like I'm getting my own bed And I was supposed to get one early Earlier I find out a little bit later I'm like I knew someone stole my bed I needed a geriatrics bed Because of my weight Which was awesome Your room was like I had a an, Yeah an awesome room uh, Which all the rooms in there are nice But yeah First thing he says to me And I I didn't know that they can't just test you for drugs. Go, can you pee in a cup for me? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck? I got a parole officer up here. Uh, and I go, dude. And this is the umpteenth time. Before, the thing that was pissing me off that I didn't get to finish earlier talking about it is, the second I go, I haven't had an ounce to drink in, thir- in 30. They shut off and they go, I, we can't, I, I got to ask if you can have water. And I was like trying to just tell him, I was like, dude, I don't know if I have anything in me to give you. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, go into the bathroom and over the toilet is a piece of like paper. And I think this is so you can't fuck with this drug test how they do like if you're going for like a work drug test. I'm thinking this is so, so paranoid. <laughs> yeah, you're paranoid. I really don't think because they already had your urine. 
They already had, they I know, tested but everything in your body. I know, but I'm on a new floor. Well, hold on. Time out. No, they never even took that urine sample, so obviously they weren't monitoring. They do, remember, they suck stuff out of the top. Yeah, they, uh, uh, yeah. it turns out they just use a syringe and stuff, but then they just left it there. Well, I don't know, man. You weren't on parole. I don't think they were testing for... But anyway... It, this is what I'm thinking, just because I'm like, why is there paper over there? You know what I mean? The way he's like, why don't you just try for me? And I was like, all right. Well, I, I, even though I have liquids moving, I'm still getting used to kind of peeing like a man. Let's put it that way. Uh, I piss all over. I, a little bit comes out, and then that paper's there. I'm trying to angle. It's slipping. I don't know what to do with the cup. I end up pissing all over that corner of that bathroom, too. And we'll put that picture up. I can't believe that this was inside my bladder and wasn't killing me. Yeah, it looked more like blood than pee. It had, it was coagulated at the top. It was insane. Uh, it goes to show dehydration is fucking no joke. Um, but I fought, they bring in, I'm on a liquid diet, and that's all I want. And on top of it, this hospital has the best crushed ice in the world. I can't wait to get my hands on a big pitcher of crushed ice and water. And the first thing I get... Uh, there was a fucking grape juice and I go to take a sip and Rachel goes, what happens if they had to do blood work right now? And I was like, so I had to fucking put that grape juice down and wait for this guy to come in here to tell him that I peed, uh, that I pissed all over there. I'm, I'm thinking he'll call someone to clean it up. He does not. Yeah. I had to call the maid. Yeah. Housekeeping. Uh, uh, hospitals are expensive. I'm not cleaning that up. So they pay people, you know. Anyway, he's not certain. He has to get these cultures done. Um, I'm all bruised up. He wasn't the most confident withdrawing blood, and he has to do it twice, twice out of two different areas. He it took him about five, six tries, but I stuck with it. Ended up earning like we were buddy buddy after this. Um, Drank the best taste. That was the best tasting grape juice in the fucking world. And then slugged ginger ales and ice water like it was going out of style. Uh, then after we get situated, I'm in finally this comfortable bed. It's it's a godsend. Oh, my God. I'm fucking playing with pillows like I've never seen them before. Um, right, Yeah. But then I go, dude, I want to rinse off. And he was kind of like, I guess it was weird timing, but I was like, dude, I've just been laying around for like 15 hours and gross. I just really want to get my pits. 24 in. hours by then. Yeah. Yeah. And I just want to change my underwear and shit. And I go, dude, can I rinse off? He goes, yeah, wait, I got to get your thing covered up. Uh, before I go to rinse off, I go, I go, I might as well try and take a poop, which I don't have anything in me. Well, I sit down and because everything is moving around, my intestines expand and i let out the second to third biggest fart of my whole life enough where when i get out of this shower the nurse comes in he was out in the hallway keep in mind he goes how's your you know when was your last bowel movement i was like kind of just then <laughs> it was really just gas and he's with his like a nurse assistant and they both go <laughs> yeah we know yeah we heard that uh, which at this point it's you know it was funny because we're we're feeling better. Um, at that point, it really wasn't that eventful. Just having you know for the next f uh, four days, uh, 
doctors come in. I get a lot of blood work done. Um, they were able to give me some stuff for my back to help to the sleep as best you can in a hospital. Uh, really just was loving drinking liquids. Uh, then I finally got to eat a semi-solid cream of something soup that was... It probably was the worst cream of soup, but... Yeah, when, it don't matter. When you, I actually get an appetite back and eat it, that fucking cream of um, potato, I could have eaten a gallon of it. Well, you lived. You're lucky. I lived. And we're learning. You know, we're still learning. They don't know what's all the way going on um when i finally found out what happened i was shook i couldn't believe that some of your age had the, uh, uh, your liver stop working yeah i texted steven the first full day there and i was like gene would really i think gene would really like it if you came <laughs> and he's like nah i'll come tomorrow uh, yeah i was like <laughs> i didn't you, i didn't know how serious it was <laughs> Yeah, that Wednesday I go, wow, I'm in the hospital. He knows I'm going to be here for... I didn't know. I didn't know any of that. Maybe we didn't know you're going to be for a few days. But I was in the hospital and you just... Well, you know, I'll catch you tomorrow. And I was like, (laughs) damn, cold-blooded. That's when I knew that I was like, he doesn't believe that I've been... You had... There was no details at all. I didn't know... At that point, (laughs) I was like, I think for the... You know... For the last uh, month or so, he thinks I just don't want to podcast or hang out with him. I, I told you that. <laughs> that was one of the first things you said when you came in. You were like, I didn't realize it was this bad. I was like, I guess I never said I told, you know. I can't say I told you so because I didn't, no, no one knew. Yeah, I was in shock. I'm still in a little bit of shock, but I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I said, I said when I got there next day, I was like, I... Feel like I should have been here. So I had no idea. I would have been thinking the same thing too, kind of. And I also could have never imagined that something like that happened. Like I, yeah, you know, you that I thought you were bloated. That's what I thought. That's that, <laughs> and that's the funny thing too. Like I never, I'm learning to tell people explain what a leader is because they're just like, oh, you got a leader taken out. I'm like, no. Like a liter, like fucking bottle of soda, and like, oh shit, yeah. And yeah, then also, drugs. like, yeah, not to say I was bloated, which I was, but my abdominal was holding sixteen out, sixteen pounds of liquid. You know, telling people so that they're not just thinking like four days in the hospital for some bloating. What a bitch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I, I normally don't post things like that on Facebook, but uh, my awesome man thought texted me. I, I think yeah, I think it was dot. And she said, your dad told me you have kidney failure. And I go, so I posted on Facebook. I'm like, I want everyone to hear from me first. They have the facts. I'm okay. Like, you know, pretty much. Uh, It's it's this, this, and this. We're waiting on stuff. Thanks, you know, for the love and support. Well, dad thought you had a parasite, too. He was trying to tell you. He's he's been trying to push parasites off on me since my colon, you know. I think he was, I think he told me to ask my colon, go a little deeper. See if there's any parasites up there. been watching that monster inside to kill you you could be so lucky as to just have a parasite yeah seriously but uh got released and um silver not, not even silver lining well it is but like I'm, I'm using this as i'm gonna lose weight not drinking uh i'm already feeling so much better yeah you're gonna be a new man yeah i mean i, I it's gonna 
you know, take a learning curve, getting some hobbies. Eating better. Eating better. It is crazy. As <laughs> sitting here as a large man, people are going to go, what is he talking? I forgot how good food is. <laughs> I guy for like simple thing is eating a cheese stick, letting it get a little warm <laughs> to get all the flavor out of it. Fucking waking up going, holy shit. Toast is awesome. Well, uh, dude, you were dying for the last couple months. I didn't... Yeah, looking back at uh, how much hair was in that brush. I'm saying you're lucky. There was a lot of things. Like, I sent my mom the picture of the pee, and she was, like, mad at me because I was like, I think I cleaned some of it off the toilet, but I thought it was poop. And she was like, if you ever see brown pee that color, like, go yeah. to the fucking hospital. I, like, she was, like, mad at me. You could have never... Imagine, yeah. and coming from someone who I love drinking water, like my most of my life, the first thing I do is wake up and want to drink a bunch of cold water. That's like ninety percent of people. That's what I'm saying. Like, I know. You've be I, I couldn't aware of your pee colors and stuff now. And I think you just didn't want to go to the hospital because you knew it was serious. A little bit of that, but yes, I will say a little bit of that. But also, I've been going to the doctors. Yeah, like, we were I, on track I've for been going to kind of, yeah. my follow ups. We've been trying to get the earliest appointment. I've been doing what they told me to do. And even the thing I couldn't do, I attempted. Like, so, you know. You could never imagine that your liver wasn't working. No. I was so. I thought this, this was gallbladder. And I'm like, okay, so if I'm just not eating, it's. But I'm still now getting. I still not feeling good or, or whatever, so it was a little bit. That, that just proved you haven't been feeling good for like a year. Very yeah. When things sneak up slowly, you know you lose your energy or you whatever. Can't eat without being nauseous. If you're not getting out of bed and you're not like alarmed, that means shit has been fucked up. But uh, this isn't like a fork in the road. It's like a sharp turn. Well, it's a blessing. Like we said, I, I don't have the option of fucking around. I, I, and I, I, I'm, I was a heavy drinker. Don't get me wrong, but like, I, I'll die. <laughs> you know, there's, there's no uh, relapse. Yeah. Well, Which no. you know, I, I learned that I don't. You know, I, I won't need it. Some things are going to change. I might learn. You know, like a lot I, of things are going to change. Yeah, it one day at time. a time. Uh, but it, no, nothing's going to get worse. Yeah. As 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 a uh, account of this this happening, nothing nothing's going to be worse, except for maybe some swelling. <laughs> yes, the swelling thing, compression socks. You know, we're going the whole nine yards with it. Uh, and it's it's I usually, you know, like when when I started working out uh, at the beginning of the year, um, I was like, I'm going to take it nice and slow, or whatnot, which I am with like our walkings or whatever, but like. No, I'm I'm no I'm no holds barred right now, like of health. As, ha yeah, yeah. As far as obviously not drinking, but I will uh, eat a yogurt and then take my medicine first thing in the morning. Rachel has to. We should videotape Rachel putting my compression socks on. My thank you so much. Rachel's been breaking her nails literally getting these compression socks on, but it helps and. It's we're doing what I got to do, so I uh, I'm around longer. Yeah, 
Yeah, welcome to the team, no drinking. Yeah. And uh, this is the the truth is you're lucky it happened now and not twenty years from now you die. That's the one thing I, I can say I'm a little uh angry about is how so early? How so you like there's people out there that drink from the second they wake up to the second they go to bed for sixty years and then I mean I guess those are the ones that just go quick and never try to do anything. Yeah. Well, and they said they don't know. It could be a lot of things. Yeah, no. I mean, I, I it has to be. No, it definitely is it, a lot of things, but the uh, remedy is the same. Yeah, luckily, the remedy is e- simple. Luckily, yeah, I got a pretty, you know, pretty easy uh, strategy. You're lucky you're alive, and we're happy you're alive, dude. Yeah, you'll be all right, everybody. You will be all right. Fight through that. If you think something's wrong, fight through that hospital line. I literally <laughs> felt... <laughs> like Mortal Kombat, finals like there's n- the boss has got to be next. When did I fight the guy with four arms? Or when does this? There's yeah, like Goro. That's Goro. <laughs> yeah, I was like, there's no way there's more people to fight before then. Yeah, and um, people, when you're in the hospital, tell your loved ones how seriously ill you are. Don't beat around the bush. Okay. <laughs> let's let's. I I will say I thought that this would would get you. I didn't want to tell you over the phone. I when I texted you, um, I'm in the you know I'm in the hospital. Uh, I think it's pretty serious. I don't want to tell you over the phone. I'll tell you in person. I thought that that was gonna be like oh shit. I probably I would be so nosy and curious at that point. I would have ran to the hospital to find out. You (laughs) sent me that same exact text message. I'll show it to you when you got back from your one test that you couldn't finish. You said I'll tell you about it later. Uh, well, that, that was, was of the no, that was I'll tell you about it later. Not I want to tell you in person. Okay. Well, not I, not not you know not a whole, no no grudge. You were there. You thank God. You know you let the dogs out so Rachel could be there, and you were there every night afterwards hanging out. I'm actually kind of glad you didn't tell me though because I would have been freaking out. The next day, like at least I knew you were not going to die. I asked you before I got there. Didn't I ask you on the phone? Like, well, you're not going to die, right? So, yeah, something like that. <laughs> and it took you a second before you answered, and I was like, oh, shit. But, uh, yeah, thank you, Modern Medicine. We've also been doing something uh, when Rachel gives me my medicine in the morning because uh, we're trying to stay on a schedule. I'm still I'm still sleeping until 2, but I, I go to bed at, like, 1. Or sometimes I go to bed with you now because I need you to help need take my socks rest, off. Man. I will, and I'm not uh, afraid to admit it, and this is a... A pledge to my wife of how awesome she is. She's been lotioning basically my whole body. It's crazy how much my fucking skin has soaked up lotion. Yeah, yeah. Your skin looked crazy when I got to the hospital. Now that the my liver is not, or is, I don't know you want to call it stable, whatever it is, my skin's clearing up. Uh, Out at, of crisis mode. Yeah. At, at night, she does my back, and like literally it's like, the first night she swiped, and it looked like it just immediately went away. If he gets up before noon, you should uh, lotion up his pecker. <laughs> we do we do the front of me at, in the morning. Not including that. Not the pecker. I was gonna say. I was like, what are you getting no. trying to hit no, no, that? No, my, my stomach because what's crazy, <laughs> you know what I, I I you need to lotion your own stomach though. I can yes I can. Well, it's part of the. I'm taking care of myself. Okay, give me a little something. Sounds like Rachel's taking care of you. I know. I'm saying... <laughs> Don't lotion... Let, you can lotion yourself. 
She can lotion your I back. can't lotion my back. Okay. You guys, it's your I, I can't lotion my... Listen, it's my reward for t- taking care... For not fighting back and being in a good mood. You and, and your rewards, bro. You're such a bitch. You're just jealous. Lotion my belly. You're just jealous. Put my socks on. Uh, she has to put the socks on. Okay. That's one... Once I get there, we'll fucking have a... A graduation party, if I can ever we'll get, get a like, banner. We'll get a hopefully banner. Hopefully, I don't wear compression socks that long. Um, One but, day at a time, baby. Yeah. But, yeah, so that's the uh, story of why we've been gone so long. Um, also, that first shower when you get home. Yeah. You got to get that hospital stink off. And, yeah. and Rachel had the clean sheets where she puts a little bit of bleach in there because she knows I love the smell of it. That fucking sleep... I wouldn't trade for oh, the world. Yeah. Yeah. That if you could bottle that and sell that, it would immediately become illegal because of how good it is. Yeah. yeah, this could take you. You're every every week. You're gonna be like, wow, I'm feeling better. So anyone out there thinking there's a little something, something, you never know until, it, it, like, it, it push comes to shove. Like I didn't realize how bad it was until I started feeling better. Even your doctors didn't know what was going on, and not even just what's going on, but realizing like. I like the steps shouldn't kick my ass the way it was. Yeah, when things come on slow, you don't notice. As I think much. in the back of your head you knew. How? Not really, dude. Like in the back of my head, I go, I'm just, I'm sleeping because I'm a little depressed because I just want to get these. I want to get to the doctor's appointments. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that. And then I'm going. I'm not feeling great and having energy because I'm not eating because I'm nauseous. Oh, that's gallbladder. And that's an easy remedy. Like, they can just remove that, and then you're good to go. Yeah, that's true. I'm so as a balance of things, did I want to go to the ER? No. Thank you, that doctor that told Bev. That was the catalyst that go, let's go get this fucking yeah, thing real. out of me. For real. Let's get this monster out of me. But uh, people out there, go take care of yourselves. Um, Stick with us. We are back. We are back. Uh, Figuring I, out the exact schedule. Yes, but um, we're but we're back. Yeah, we don't have to. Yeah, base around me. Like you know, am I going to throw up on the mic and stuff now? Now, if anything, it's to. Uh, we were supposed to record the last two days, but my teeth broke. That's okay though. Um, but that's twenty-four about, hour service. So that's pretty good turnaround for broken teeth. That is. That is good. You got a good dentist. You had to wake up earlier than you wanted to today, but that eight thirty in the morning they called me to come pick the shit up. Glad you. Glad, I'm surprised you actually picked up. Well, I I was waiting for the call, so I had next to the bed. Take care of your teeth, people. Do you not keep your phone next to your to the bed all the time? Not always. No. I feel like you should. Ninety percent of the calls I get are fucking bullshit. Or it could be me being, hey, my li- my liver farted. Yeah, yeah for real. <laughs> Uh, come back next week. Come back next week. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, uh, if you have liquid in your stomach, tell us about it. Um, that's. I think that'll be about do it. Adventures of non-dead Gene. Um, you will be all right. You, if I'm all right after this, you'll be all right. Yeah, for real. Um, I am Gene Labordi. This is Stephen Labordi. Uh, Rachel Labordi doing all the hard work. Go ahead, Rachel. You can show the pictures for the people. They deserve it after the long break. Yeah, if they stuck around this long, I will put the pictures up right now so they can see them. There you go. Yeah. 
Alrighty. Thanks, everybody. Love you. And we're going to eat chicken parm, and I'm excited because I actually want to eat.